Chapter Seven of the Silver Princess in Oz. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen. The Silver Princess in Oz by Ruth Plumley Thompson. The Princess of Another Planet. Even so, Kambupo was not fast enough, and as the immense black charger with its tail and mane curling like smoke, its fiery nostrils flashing flames a foot long, came galloping upon them, Randy flung himself face down on the ground to escape its burning breath. The most terrifying thing about the black steed was the complete silentness of its coming its metal-shod feet struck the earth without making a sound giving kambupo such a sense of unreality he could not believe it was true nor move another step in consequence as the enormous animal swirled to halt before him a dozen darting flames from its nostrils set fire to the load of hay on his back enveloping him in a hot and exceedingly dangerous bonfire now thoroughly aroused kambopo leapt this way and that and randy unmindful of his own danger jumped up and tried to beat out the fire with his cloak but the hay blazed and crackled and the elegant elephant would certainly have been roasted like a potato had he not reared up on his hind legs and let the whole burning burden slide from his back scorched and infuriated his royal robes burned and blackened kambupo backed into a handy brook and sat down from which position he glared with positive hatred at his prancing adversary but a complete change had come over this strange and unbelievable steed his nostrils no longer spurted flames and as randy plumped down beside kambupo deciding this was the safest spot for both of them the lordly creature dropped to its knees and touched its forehead three times to the earth away away you big meddlesome menace panted the elgin elephant throwing up his trunk Begone, your good-for-nothing hay-burner. But Kambupo, pleaded Randy, as the horse paying no attention to the elegant elephant's angry screeches, began throwing little puffs of red smoke into the air. He's trying to give us a message. Look! Hail and salutations! The words floated out smoothly and ranged themselves in a neat line. I hereby acknowledge you as my master. I can flash fire from the eye, the nose, and the mouth. But you, you flash fire from the whole body. Hail and salutations from Thune, the Thunder Colt. Yonder rests my mistress, Planety, princess of another planet. Who are you, great and much to be envied, spurter of fire? sky writing gasped randy oh kambupo how were you going to answer he did not hear your scolding 
I don't believe he can hear at all. Fire sputter, ho, ho. And how are you going to keep up that reputation? I'm not, grunted Kambupo, but in a much less savage voice, for he was almost completely won over by the thunder colt's flattery. Hum, hum, let me see now. Couldn't we signal to the silly brute? There he stands looking up in the air for an answer. Well, Randy said, with your trunk and my arms, we could form any number of letters, so... This is Kambupo, elegant elephant of Oz. I am Randy, king of Regalia. With infinite pains and patience, the two spelled out the message. Puzzled at first, then seeming to understand, Thun's clear yellow eyes snapped and twinkled with interest. Tossing his smoky mane, he puffed a single word into the air. Come. Then away he flashed at his noiseless gallop. Shall we? cried Randy, jumping out of the creek, for he was curious to know more about the Thunder Colt and to meet the princess of another planet. Are you cooled off? Did the water put you out? Oh, I'm put out all right, grumbled Kambupo, lurching up the bank, very put out and in splendid shape to meet a princess, I must say. Come on, you don't look so bad, urged Randy, tugging impatiently at his tusk, while Kambupo himself endeavored to wring the water out of his robe with his trunk. Even without any trappings, or jewels at all. You'd stand out in any company. There's nobody bigger or handsomer than you, Kambupo. Know it. Ha! The elegant elephant let go his robe and gave Randy a quick embrace. Then what are we waiting for, little bragger-wagger? Tossing the young monarch lightly over his shoulder, the elegant elephant started after the thunder colt moving almost as smoothly and silently as Thun himself. Without one look behind, Thun had disappeared into a green forest, and how cool and delicious it seemed to Randy and Kalbumpo, after the dry desert lands they had been traversing. Flashing in and out between the tall trees, the thunder colt led them to an ancient oak set by itself in a little clearing here here leaning thoughtfully against the bowl of the tree stood the little princess of another planet kambupo recognizing royalty at once when he saw it lifted his trunk in a grave and dignified salute randy bowed but in such a daze of surprise and admiration he scarcely knew he was bowing the small figure under the oak was strange and beautiful beyond description, giving an impression both of strength and delicacy. Planity was fashioned of tiny meshed links, fine as the chain mail worn by medieval knights, of a metal that resembled silver, but which at the same time was iridescent and sparkling as glass 
yet the princess of another planet was live and soft as randy's own flesh and bone self her eyes were clear and yellow like thuns her hair a cascade of gossamer net sprayed out over her shoulders and fell halfway to her feet planetty's garments trim and shaped to her figure were of some veil like net and floating from her shoulders was a cloak of larger meshed metal thread almost like a fisherman's net highnesses highness oh very high highnesses prancing lightly before her thun pulled his announcement importantly into the air here you see kambumpty negligent elephant of noz and sandy king of segalia oh my goodness he has us all mixed up worried randy in a whispered aside to kambumpo whose ears had gone straight back at the dreadful name thun had fastened upon him never mind i am too mixed up everything down here is too perfectly lettling oh you can speak leaning forward randy gazed delightedly down at the little metal maiden he had been afraid at first she would use the same sky-writing talk as thumb but surely smiled planetty each word striking the air with the distinctness of silver bell so that randy was almost as interested in the tune as in the sense only the creature folk on another planet are without power of speech or sound-making they must go soft and silently that is the leneth law and a good law too observed kambupo looking resentfully up at thundercolt's fading message permit me to introduce myself again your highness i am kambumpo elegant elephant of oz and this is randy king of regalia which is also in oz oz marveled planetty lifting her spear like silver staff whose tip ending in three metal links fascinated randy is this then the planet of oz and what are those and these and this in rapid succession the little princess touched a cluster of violets growing round the base of the oak a moss-covered rock and the tall tree itself why flowers rocks and a tree laughed randy surely you must have flowers trees and rocks on another planet no no nothing like this all these colors and shapes everything on my planet is flat and grayling the metal maiden raised her hands as she searched for the right words for, to explain another planet it is all so different with us she confessed dropping her arms to her side yonder we have zonators not trees but tall shafts of metal to which we fasten our nets when we sleep or rest underfoot we have network of various sizes and thicknesses with here and there sprays of vandium on our vandium springs we freshen and renew ourselves and without them we stiffen and cease to move 
with one finger pressed to his forehead randy tried to visualize planetty's strange grayling world but kabumpo ever more practical inquired sharply and how often must you refresh and renew yourself princess every songster in the erling answered the princess with a bright nod thun tiring of a conversation he could not hear had cantered off to investigate a rabbit and randy sliding to the ground came over to stand nearer to this strange little princess kambupo and i do not understand all these words he told her gently sonister erling what do they mean why a sonister trilled planetty throwing back her head and showing all of her tiny silver teeth is one dark one light 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 and erling is when you waken from ret help shuddered tambupo shaking his ears as if he had been a bee in them i know what she means crowned randy snapping his fingers gleefully a sonister on another planet is the same as a week here all those lights and darks are days and erling is the morning and ret is rest then you do realize worried kambupo as planetty looked questionably from one to the other that if this little lady and her colt are separated from their vanadum springs for a week they will become stiff motionless statues and that the elegant elephant looked the pretty little princess first up and then down that would be a great pity we must help them back to another planet as soon as we can my boy yes yes that is what you must do planetty clapped her small silvery hands and blew a kiss to the elephant if thun had just not jumped on that thunderbolt jumped on a thunderbolt did he a reluctant admiration crept into kambopo's voice the princess nodded so emphatically her long lovely hair danced and shimmered round her face like a cloud shot with starlight you see she went on gravely we were on our way to a zero dell kambupo and randy exchanged startled glances but realizing there would be many odd words in planetty's language did not interrupt her and half way there continued planetty calmly a dreadful storm overtook us a bright flash of lightning frightened thun and though i signaled for him to stop he sprang right up on a huge glowing thunderbolt that had fallen across the netway and it fell and fell and fell bringing us to where we are now well that's one way of going places commented kambupo swinging his trunk from side to side but how can we find another planet when none of us fly 
demanded randy anxiously it must be miles above this country for think how fast and far thunderbolts fall when they fall now you've forgotten the red jinn boomed kabumpo wicking meaningly at the young king for at randy's words the little princess had covered her face with her hands and three yellow jewels had trickled through her fingers jinnicky can help planety and thun go any place they wish insisted kamupo in his loud challenging bass come princess summon your fire-breathing steed and we will travel on to the most powerful wizard in eve eve wizard how gay it all sounds planety's voice rang out merrily as christmas bells with a lively skip she tapped her staff three times on the ground and thun though out of sight came instantly bounding back to his little mistress vaulting easily upon his back the princess of another planet lifted her staff and kabumpo picking up randy started away like a whole conquering army End of chapter seven